Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends. This week, I want to talk about the power of choice. Last week, we were talking about how we have this option to take tiny moments of being present in our bodies, being present without thinking into the future or reminding into the past, and using that presence to take a tiny action that benefits you and recognizing that that small action is enough. Now, I've worked with clients, and every time we come to this realization that choice is such an empowering thing to have in our life. It's like another brand new revelation every time. Knowing that you have agency in your life and that you're capable of choosing rather than having choices pushed upon you or recognizing that even if a choice has been pushed upon you, that you still get to make a decision in some capacity, that that is in itself what defines you as you, because the way that you make that choice will be different from the way anyone else in your position would make that choice. When you realize that you go, oh, I guess that's what living is. That's what being myself is. That's what defines me. And that's what allows me to create my life instead of creating your life. Often we get frustrated at the situations that we find ourselves in. And we go, oh gosh, it's so terrible that this is happening. How am I going to make this happen? How am I going to whatever? When we're asking, how am I going to? It, it's actually a difficult question to ask. It tends to almost punish us, I think, when we're like, how am I going to fix this mess that I've gotten myself into or this disaster that life has thrown upon me? It doesn't feel very good. But when we go, oh, here I am, I'm in a situation and I get to choose how I'm going to experience this. That opens up possibility. Now, most of the time we don't ask ourselves, how am I going to choose to experience this? Instead, we go, I'm experiencing it. However, hellishly we're experiencing it. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. It's not fair. All of those things come up and it's our ego, right? (laughs) It's like us trying to say, this isn't what I wanted. It's not how I want things to be. And I hate it. Make it stop. How can I make it stop? And how can I outthink the situation? And what could I do to outmaneuver the situation? So it's no longer like this. We spend a lot of our lives doing that, trying to manipulate life into doing what we think will be better instead of appreciating where we are because we think that it sucks. Does that resonate? <laughs> I'm sure it does. So the truth is life just keeps happening. Stuff happens. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. The power that we have, I think, as individuals is to decide the flavor or the quality of that experience for us. Like, how are we going to filter it? If we're a filter for life, because there we are experiencing it and it kind of goes through us and we just have that. What would we like that filter to be? How would we choose to filter and experience it. And that's a very different question to ask than how can I change it? Or how am I going to get the result that I want? If you're asking, how do I want to experience this? It actually changes how you show up. And 
weirdly often makes the, the result of your actions move more towards what you want anyway. It's a calming question I find to ask myself is like, okay, how do I want to show up in this situation? So often I notice that I'm shittier than I want to be, right? And how many of us feel that we're like, oh God, the situation happened. This person said something. I showed up and I was kind of, I don't know, spicy that day. Words came out of my mouth or I just had a shitty demeanor about it. And I said something and I regret it. And it's not how I wanted to be. I have that, you know, often enough. (laughs) And every time I have that experience, I go, okay, what would make me capable of showing up the way that I wish I had? What would I need to believe? Or what would I need to incorporate into my beliefs, I guess? Because I think that does form how we respond. Like, what would I need to feel in order to just show up and be a better version of myself. And instead of asking that question going, how can I, you know, add 10,000 things to my list to do to make me a better person? It's a lot easier if I just look and go, where can I find more compassion for myself as I'm going through this shitty moment? And I would offer that to you as well as like, as you're going through difficult moments, to recognize that the thing that you're most looking for is permission to feel and be exactly as you are and have compassion for yourself. Because when you have that, you are able to show up not quite as much of an asshole as you would when you're judging yourself or not thinking in that way, where you're thinking, how the hell can I outmaneuver this situation or make this person not do what they're doing or say what they're saying or not have just whatever's happening happen? That winds us up. It makes us very tense, stressed. We have a lot fewer options in the way that we can respond when we're getting that upset. But if we, in every moment, ask, how can I have more compassion for the part of me that's experiencing this in the way that's making me upset? What do I need right now? And how could I give myself some comfort if I recognize that I'm not going to get it from someone else? If I recognize that this outside situation, it's just not going to give me what I need right now. That always calms me down and makes me feel like I actually have more choices that I have more energy available to endure. When I have that, I show up as the person that I want to be more often, where I'm a little less judgmental, I'm a little less snappy, I rebound quicker from those moments when I do find myself just, you know, I didn't think the nice thought and I said the mean thing or whatever happened, that I'm able to then go, oh, okay, I've now given myself something that I needed and I can show up next time or like really within minutes being the better version of myself that I had wished I was two minutes ago. It's a really interesting maturing process. I don't know if this is something that just happens as we get older, or if it's something that I've really been working on and cultivating. I don't know, but I do think it's important to recognize that the thing that we need the most is permission to just exist, that we don't need to be mean to ourselves or to other people for showing up the way they're showing up and the way that we're showing up to just recognize that we're all going through life and experiencing everything. And to be honest, there's a lot of angst in the world right now. (laughs) There's a lot going on. And a lot of it is very scary. I'd have to say that just reading the news or watching any kind of news at this point is deeply alarming. And I don't know if it's just been designed that way. It's funny because for myself, I look at, um, being educated about what's going on is an important part of life, right? So that I can participate and hopefully affect change for the better. 
And yet there's still moments where I recognize that sometimes exposing myself to too much of the feed of whatever gets covered is so negative that it just, it wears me down and it reduces my capacity to show up and be a better change, I guess, or the person that I want to be. So sometimes I have to take like a media break and go, you know what, I'm not going to open the New York Times today, or I'm not going to open, um, what do I read? The flag, which is really nice. Also, it kind of gives you what each side says and coverage. But that's also another thing that I notice is that it seems lately like everybody has a side and that that's been really important. And I'm finding personally that having sides really just makes life more angst-ridden and frustrating. I don't know what to say about it this week. I'm going to think more about that. But having polarization between like how I feel and how you feel and what I think and what you think and how we're never going to come together on anything. It seems like it's been baked in so long into how we define ourselves and how we define other that it's making it more difficult for us to just see what's actually going on or show up again as the person that we want to be. And I think this is going to come down to people like more of us have to show up with this compassion for ourselves and compassion for other people being where they are and feeling how they feel without an agenda of fixing it or changing it or manipulating ourselves or someone else to be the way that we want so that we can feel better. I'm going to say that again, because I think it's important. It's important for us to show up with compassion for how we feel and how other people feel without trying to fix it, without trying to change it in a way that makes us feel more safe or more capable of being there. A lot of times we're trying to manipulate situations or other people to change their mind to agree with us because that makes us feel better. And we think that if that happens, then we're safe and we will feel better. But guaranteed, it just digs everyone's heels in and then we feel more unsafe and we feel more upset. So trying to find that locus of existence where we can be with how we feel have compassion for our own pain, our own fear, our own worries and concerns, and then recognize that other people are also feeling pain and have worries and concerns. When I'm capable of doing that, I actually love humanity a lot and I want to show up and serve and I want to be there for them and make everybody feel better, not by changing them, but just by being there with them and going, hey, let's fix this, rather than going, you can only fix it the way that I think is right. So I am constantly trying to check myself and go, well, am I trying to help someone and tell them to do things exactly the way I would because that's what makes me feel safer? Or am I capable of showing up and listening and hearing what they actually need and want and what would be best for them? And the more that I delve into that deep space, which does involve finding the present moment and really listening, the better able I am to serve other people, the better able I am to hear what's actually going on and feel the need underneath what they're saying. Because again, a lot of what's going on in life and in the world right now is people having angst and fear and stress. And sometimes I think we get distracted by thinking, well, if I can just make the object of the stress go away, then it'll be fine or help them ignore it or whatever. But really, I think what we need more than anything else is someone going alongside us going, okay, you really are going through some shit. What do you need? What will make you feel better? How can I help you create more of that feeling in your life? And that can give you some good pointers too, into what you could do. What do I need more of? What do I need less of? How could I provide that for myself? How could I create a situation in which that's more likely to happen? Those things and actions are more effective in smaller doses even 
than trying to tackle the entire world and rage against the machine, right? <laughs> the big cogs and wheels of society and politics and all of that stuff. Deeply stressful, not what the average human being is made for. We're actually made for small interactions, working with you know small groups of people. Like we're very social. We like to feel connected. We feel connected most usually with tight, close-knit groups of people. Let's remember that about ourselves, you know, like we're social monkeys. And when we get caught in things that are bigger, like we get beyond 100 people, and now we're thinking about entire societies and towns and all that stuff, it starts to get very stressful, because it's hard to have that many people agree about anything. What we can agree about is that we're all people going through stress, having a tough time, and we can go, okay, here I am, I'm feeling my own angst, whatever it is, you're feeling your own angst. And I have compassion for that. I can relate to that. I'm not going to take yours on. I don't want you to take mine on. Let's just be together and recognize ourselves and each other in that way. How can I help serve each other, serve myself by allowing myself a place to feel safe, allowing yourself a place to feel safe without having to agree about everything and still get what we both need. There's something so peaceful in that intention. Mm. Yes. So I don't have too much more else to talk about that today, but I would ask you, what is it that makes you feel the most safe? What do you most need to hear right now? And is it possible for you to take a moment to be present and imagine that you're giving those words to yourself into your heart right now? How does that change what you think about the person that you next see? How much are you able to then want to offer that same amount of peace and presence to them? And how does it change the flavor of your day? How much does it calm you down and ground you? And how much smoother do things run when you're not thinking that it's your particular responsibility to save the world or change anything? And it's actually your responsibility only to show up as best you can in this moment, being as kind as you can to yourself and through being kind to yourself, being able to be kind to others. Mm. May you have a peaceful and smooth week. May you find more moments to connect within to yourself and remember again and again and again that your purpose in living is not to manipulate. It's not to constantly change everything because change is going to happen anyway. Your purpose is to be present and to find that love and that peace within yourself so that you can share it with others and provide that space where everyone is safe to be as they are, to feel as they feel and to do as they feel they need to do, obviously within limits. <laughs> and we try to make a better world that way. Have a marvelous week, my friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time. And um, I'm not sure what we'll explore then. We'll see. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.